every world genius has uh, some scribblings in every corner mm. of their household. Mm. I, I totally agree. Napkins, the wall, yep. under the table, on the table. You're like, why'd you write this? I was like, I didn't want to forget at the moment. Mm. You collect thoughts and ideas. It's a cool collection. It's a cool collection. Mm-hmm. Sweet. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. It was awesome uh, disc golfing. It was awesome disc golfing. Yeah. I uh, I was bragging about that a little bit. Yeah. How good you did, and uh-huh. uh, just the fact that you and I hadn't seen each other in so dang long for like just a yeah. good one on one. You've been busy. Yeah. As have I. Yeah. But I say that the strongest relationships need not worry about the time between visits. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to keep friends because some of them did not believe in that. Yeah, I've had that experience as well. Sad, yeah. but... Yeah. Speaking of dying... Speaking of dying... <laughs> we read... I've got a wish. <laughs> wow. Oh. We all wish we had a nice little spell. <laughs> I was showing you the how far I made it earlier. Mm-hmm. Halfway in my reread. Yeah. Because, to be honest, I had read this a long time ago. Yep. Uh, I had read it before I got back from Europe. I was yeah. ready, but then I wasn't ready. Well, how long were you in Europe for, Scotty? <laughs> Three months. 86 days, to be exact. I was allowed 90. <laughs> oh, okay. 86 is uh, what I got. Was there, like, a a card or anything you needed? Or what was the limitation from? The limitation is on if you overstay what is like a built-in allowed time. So it's assumed if I go into another country or mm-hmm. like Inga visits here, you can be there 90 days after that. So there's a government limit. Yes. Yeah, I see what you're looking for. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, government restriction. Mm-hmm. So you can't just squat in any country. Ah, but all only. Yeah. There used to be a time where that didn't even exist. This True. This looks nice. I'll build a home right here. <laughs> Look at that. There's a river next door. Oh, I'm rivers. <laughs> Did I tell you? That's what I want. I want a house by a river. Oh. We should do um, a water wheel mm. to get natural power. That'd be cool. I haven't thought of that. You know what my first thought was? This is so stupid. Now. It's not. It's going to happen. It's going to be awesome. Uh, the river cleans my dishes. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And if I'm worried about filtration, I build a little soap enclosure. You have your plates on a 60-foot string. All right, hear me out. 60 feet? (laughs) You'll never lose them, but you could still take them up to 60 feet away from the river, and then when you don't want them anymore or you need to clean them, you chuck them in the river and they wash down, and the string holds them so that they don't go anywhere and they're clean naturally. But then you can just rope in your plate and you got another 60 foot of freedom to go. No? Ah. Yeah. Dishes on a string, not 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 a good work. <laughs> I think it does to keep a bundle. Like uh like a keychain. Uh, you got your keychain of plates. Yeah. Sturdy clay or uh, wood. It had to be wood. Uh sturdy clay, a nice twine. <laughs> and the twine probably should be covered in wax so it can be water resistant to some extent. Or you could just have a basket that you put them in and the basket holds them right there. Wicker? <laughs> yeah. Underwater underwater basket weaving. Oh, yes. <laughs> 
Mm. Put the dishes in there. Uh-huh. Have a little soap pouch that you can shake it. <laughs> then when you're done, you set it on some prongs that are sticking up a little bit, and the river washes it the rest away. Sounds beautiful. Yeah. I just want my dishes done by the river. That'd be my dying wish. I just want my dishes done by the river. How many segues are we going to get away with before we actually start talking about this? Speaking of 2012, that's when this story came out. Oh, nice. Is that true? Yes. Spider-Man Dying Wish was originally published in single-issue format by Marvel Comics in 2012. It comprises issues 698, 699, and the last issue of Amazing Spider-Man ever printed issue 700 i didn't know that until i was doing some research on the story but oh this ends the amazing spider-man line after 50 plus years of printing that's a big deal like since the 60s when spider-man originated his in his own title Hmm. and this ends it and we read the last story of (laughs) spider-man sweet (laughs) yeah it actually added some value for me yeah i didn't know that honestly i could make sense why it's so closing on everything yeah which honestly was really cool to see because mm-hmm. even though i've never read a lot of spider-man there's the movies and i have seen like him make appearances and i always felt my like my knowledge wasn't that good but this was like oh i know about that oh mm-hmm. yeah that oh wow that was how that concluded like uh-huh. it felt cool with how much i got to see progress even if it was a detail like he lived a good life and had these events happen that were significant to his his father or Gwen Stacy or any of his villains like li- uh, Lizard, the Lizard is it Lizard? I always forget. I think it's the, the Lizard. Doctor Connors. Mm-hmm. I don't know his first name. Kurt. Is it Kurt Connors? I think you're right. I'm pretty sure because I actually that it's was Otto Octavius. My... And... Yeah, yeah. There's a point after. Uh. Spider-Man like actually makes the body swap and he's trying to figure out what the heck to do. And he's mm. able to probe Oct's mind for some outs and some escape plans, which includes reassembling the Sinister Six. So what does his comrades do? They break him out in this this state, which the imagery Yeah. It's very cool. I actually love the art in the story. Yeah. I was a little skeptical. I'm uh, I'm wary of modern amazing Spider-Man art. Where it's very voluptuous and mm. round and in your face. <laughs> I don't know if you've yeah. seen some of the covers from modern Amazing Spider-Man runs, but um, not many. No, they look like they're trying to sell something other than good comics. Sure. And I can see the value in art form and cool, but it's a comic book. I want the focus to be on the story, not how. <laughs> I just don't think they belong in a Spider-Man story. It doesn't mm. feel like a Spider-Man thing. Mm. And I think this book, so that was segueing off you, like, I think this book, these three issues, the art is really good. And I think it fits for comics. The intro of Ock is crazy. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did find the page. It's uh, some quarter through the story. Spider-Man has one of the escape routes enacted, and he calls him Kurt, mm. asking him if he wants to join. And all he does is a quick snort, and he doesn't join them. At least that's what I see from the image. It doesn't look like he joins. Because I thought he wasn't there earlier. But yeah, but that connection was cool. Because Lizard, I feel like, has a lot of stories. Regrowing. Oh, yeah. I feel One like... of the oldest and most original yeah. Spider-Man villains. Exactly. The Sinister Six really is. 
So not knowing a lot, this still has a lot of cool end caps from what I do know. It makes me feel like I actually do know a lot about Spider-Man. Yeah. I agree. I did think, I put that same note, uh, the nostalgia for old ASM fans was one of my favorite aspects. Mm. They go back to the origin story. You get to see Uncle Ben again. Aunt May's, of course, going to be the most influential character in Spider-Man's life. Arguable, but I felt that even though it was that good for the nostalgia kick and for people who know the baseline Spider-Man stuff, I think a first-time Spider-Man reader shouldn't read this. Like, I wouldn't tell someone who's like, oh, I'm really interested in trying out some Spider-Man. I wouldn't say Dying Wish. Probably, like, even 10th in line. It's too dense. It's Yeah, there's a lot of backstory needed. Even I felt reading, I know some Spider-Man. You know some Mm Spider-Man. Like, we are at least familiar enough with the character. And at times I was reading this, and I was like, what the heck is going on here? What is this Mm. thing? Why are they talking about this stage of, like, some arc or some story mm. and they reference it of course and in an old true marvel fashion they have a little star that says casm 69974 mm. i just felt like it wasn't super accessible yeah as you were talking about that you know what i thought of mm. like, oh spider-man 2 just came out for ps5 <laughs> and i was like shit maybe i do know too much about spider-man mm-hmm. but the thing is it's not through comics well is the video games miles morales yeah uh uh the first one wasn't okay then they had a miles morales game as like the 1.0 1.5 like kingdom hearts mm-hmm. but it was miles morales and that was a shorter game i think i still put like 30 hours into it yeah short yeah the first game i put like a solid 60 Jeez. it was impressively capable (laughs) all the side quests all the beautiful uh, nods too many villains kingpins in it whoa spoilers whoa i'm just kidding for spider-man (laughs) one when when did that come out um was that playstation 3 no okay it was playstation 4 okay i it was while i was in my last apartment okay i think it was a solid you know what I have no idea. I need to look this up quick. <laughs> Unless you want to race me to it. When did no, while you're, looking that, while you're looking that up, I've got a couple of tidbits. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking to purchase a copy of Dying Wish, um, it's actually a somewhat valuable story to collect for being as modern as it is. A soft cover is like 20-ish dollars, and a hard cover can get upwards of 50, 60. Um, I also went online to see what issue 700 is because as a comic book collector, I see last issue in a 50-year series run as being a pretty collectible and significant issue. Um, And people are selling issue 700 for about $20 ungraded. Hmm. And I saw today, no one bid on it. Someone was selling a 9.8 signed by Stan Lee uh, and they wanted 815, but it didn't get any bids. Hmm. I do think that comic would be worth that at some point in its life. Have you Medical. seen the co- have you seen the cover art for issue seven hundred? Uh probably. <sighs> though it's, I don't recall it. Because this gorgeous. is the hardcover and I think it does show Oh, the cover gallery. Yeah. I loved the cover gallery. That's all seven hundred issues. There Last <laughs> Oh yep. Last bit on the pricing and availability of the story. Uh, I read on a tablet now. 
<laughs> I guess I'm a convert to something I said I'd never do. I still love the physical medium far more, but it's a lot. It's pretty convenient when for seven bucks you can get any famous story, which is how much it is on Kindle. Mm -hmm. um, I was shocked to find out, Alex, that when this last issue came out, it was eight dollars. Wow. The sticker price for issue 700 is $8. That's a lot. Yes. Will and I, when we buy Saga Monthly, it's $3.99. Oh, you do Saga Monthly? Oh, hell, hell yeah. Whoa. It's awesome. I've been, I've never done a subscription. Ah. I don't think it, I've never fallen in love with one enough. Yeah. We did it when we knew it was a maxi series. Maxi being like, I think it's plus six issues. It's a maxi series, so Heroes in Crisis was nine. We knew we'd only commit to a nine-month subscription. Mm, I see. Or Doomsday Clock is the quote-unquote sequel to Watchmen. Mm -hmm. That was 12 issues. We knew it has an end. So I with see. Saga, it's one of the only ones where Brian K. Vaughan, the writer, and Fiona Staples, the artist, they want the comic to stay cheap because comics are getting too expensive and it's mm -hmm. shutting people out from buying monthly. So they I specifically... See are keeping their price low and I'm going to give them my money for that. What is the month? Um it's 3.99. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. They come month? out with an issue a month. They're on hiatus again. Hmm. Um I think they're up to issue 64, 65. Sweet. Yeah. And is this of like a certain cuz I, I is Saga the one that Rachel had the whole collection of? Okay. Mm -hmm. I read through whatever those volumes were. I think like 7 or 8. That's pretty far. I think it's nine volumes, 54 issues. Because issue okay. 54 is a very famous issue that would require everyone in the world to read all of Saga just for that moment. I think it's one of the best comic book writing moments hmm. I've ever experienced. Well, It's up there. It's not that's the best, up there. but it's one of the best. Dang. I got, you tell me I got to get back into Saga again? Well, you've read it. If you've read the ninth volume, you've read the issue I'm talking about. But I don't want to talk about it too much because sure. I wouldn't want to take anything away from someone who yeah, hasn't read it. Yeah, I'll speak to the vagueness that I can recall and see if you can find an <laughs> inkling of a child. Uh, nope. Okay. I'm done. Done. Yeah, um, well, I have all of Saga. Oh, sweet. From, present, from previous issue one to current. Yeah, I own the first two, three compendium hardcovers, mm. um, and then I have the floppies thereafter. Cool. Yeah, very cool. It is. It's it's not. It's a fun thing too to go to the local comic shop and you're like, "Ooh, did Saga come out?" Mm -hmm. And I don't always look it up. Sometimes mm -hmm. I just go to the comic shop and I'm like, "I wonder if Saga came out." And there it is. I'm like, "Sweet, I'm buying Saga today." <laughs> yeah, I have been doing that with Monstrous on the volumes. Mm. I'm caught up to number four now. Oh. So you're telling me I should be reading some monsters? Yeah, I don't know what they are at, but that's what where I am at. They have, I think they're on their ninth. That story's not done yet. I have no idea. Mm. I could look it up. Which reminds me, hmm. what was your first impression of Dying Wish? <laughs> Do we give our first impression? I was just segueing back because you said I wonder how many segues we can get away with. Oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, it, if very first impression, like first four pages, what? Mm. What am I reading? What? I got confused with the writing because of how quick it happened. And then once I realized what did happen, I said, 
what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the transition is very quick. Cause from? From the body switching. Oh, sure. There's this huge intro of Peter Parker having the per- perfect life as of now, having been a hero for some time in his prime. And Doc Ock is meeting his end in a decrepit state, lasting only a few hours, mm. calling for Peter Parker. Right. When he goes to visit him, at some point, they swap bodies and minds. And you're like, I didn't realize what happened. But one of the details I saw going back that was so cool and made me realize it was the tears in Doc Ock's eyes. Mm. It's crazy that I noticed that and that's what gave it away. Mm. It was like, oh, oh my God, he's, oh, he's, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It's pretty nuts. It's very to think nuts. about. It's a very uh, cool concept. Um, I have some history, if I could. Yeah, man. So I took down just some, like, six, three notes on the years leading up to this event in The Amazing Spider-Man's history. So in 2009, three years prior to Dying Wish, um, they have the setup of why Doc Ock is in terminal condition. And it's because he's gotten sick from the intense amounts of injuries he's had over the years being mm-hmm. a supervillain. So in 2009, they kind of start that. In 2010, he tries to cure himself in a series called Origin of the Species, which I know Will has said, mm. fantastic series. I haven't read it. And then, I've heard it, the name. And then in 2012, which is the same year that this story, Dying Wish, came out, he tried, after having failed, spoilers, uh, tr- curing himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tries to just wipe out the planet instead as an, a healthy alternative. Mm, um, yes. And that is in End of the Earth is the name of that series, which leads directly into the storyline. And the End of the Earth is where those Octobots come from. And the Octobots are how Peter's consciousness mm-hmm. and Doc Ock's consciousness get swapped. And then Dying Wish starts with Peter still trapped as Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Because I read how his brain got swapped. Yeah, they have a recap, okay. which is great. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Like I was like, yeah, that's... Good writing. I'm, I was going to say before we even started, I was like, I'm glad they gave an explanation because mm-hmm. it showed to Ock's character of being this now villainous scientist mm-hmm. and just the last experiment, the last trick of this elaborate fashion after trying to blow up the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. I agree, and I think that you're right that the power of uh, the imagery, the art was really good in that you notice mm. something like the tears coming out of Doc Ock's eyes. Yeah. And it's like something's off yep. here. Even a couple of times where Peter's just talking to, like, MJ. Oh, would you look at that? And then he's got, like, some faces that he does and some dialogue boxes that just don't feel Peter. Yeah. Well, now that you even say that, looking at this, uh, he's always in the second half for a time and covered in more shadow and his black borders, black background, darkened half of the face. Huh. That's a little bit of a art student recognition right there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't an art student. I know. Oh. That's how good it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where'd you go, Berkeley? <laughs> yeah, even as Spider-Man, like the eyes. Uh-huh. The way they do the eyes, for sure. And yeah, even the way you say that now, 
like the first few pages of Ock, he's so gross. He's nasty. He's <laughs> so gross. Yeah. You remember the scene in Deadpool where he's like, you look like a old avocado had sex with an even older avocado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I think of. That's good. It's all wrinkly and nasty. And then Peter within Ock's body, he looks like E.T. or something. It's a lot more toned down, I think. Yeah. It's not as scary. Or evil. Um, I personally loved the Octobot. It it's like this gold mysterious one off thing that not having read the previous stories actually made this story interesting. Hmm. It's like what is that? Hmm. I was curious to see what it would do and how it would how have, it how it influence the story. Yeah. And then they do like the uh, news article catch up. Yeah. Which is classic. Yeah, I feel like that's almost a specific thing of Spider-Man, though I know other comics do it, is having that kind of news. I wonder what the first comic is that did that. That'd be curious. Yeah. But I know that's true to a previous Spider-Man issues having that newscast. Yeah. And it tells you a little bit of the history that you need so that you don't have to read eight stories beforehand to read this. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know anything about Spider-Man... It's going to be a pretty tough read. Hmm. Um, what do you think of how Spider-Man looks in the story? Not uh, as Doc Ock, but like, let's say literally, how does this look to you? Spider-Man swinging through the cities. What does it kind of invoke? Um, Alex just pointed to his uh, three-foot Amazing Fantasy 15 poster. Pretty good. Uh, the it does actually. Showed, it does actually yeah. look pretty close to that image. The web swinging out from the left hand. Yeah. The leg kicked back. Yep. Uh, I think the biggest thing I had stated just a little bit ago was the eyes. Mm-hmm. I felt that they were so much more at you than like just being a soft Spider-Man's eyes. I feel like they were more pointed uh-huh. and less white. Sure. Now I'm looking through and seeing a lot of this shadow you're talking about yeah he's always squinting his eyes a lot more maybe i that's where i wouldn't know because i know that my exposure to spider-man is not comic form Mm. so simply that's what i notice here well and that could also just be artist portrayal too because i mean hundreds not hundreds maybe dozens i don't know of artists have done spider-man yeah big black around the eye heavy like mascara look mm-hmm. the it's whites like 50, the whites are smaller white and black yeah compared to and a, sharper a like you were saying it's mm-hmm. more pointed yeah um the writer here is dan slot the artist is richard elson oh the inker is uh klaus jansen jansen um a lot of famous stories that they're involved in as well so we have uh richard elson and klaus to thank for Spider-Man's look. I feel like, um, so if you go to page 10, Spider-Man's just kind of doing his inner monologue, which is one of the, I think, seminal things that Peter Parker does that makes these comics as good. Uh, This looks like something out of the 60s. Yeah. I I feel like this story's an homage like you said, you felt like you got everything that you knew about Spider-Man. It's an homage to everything that is Spider-Man. 
I like that a lot. And this feels like that. Yeah. Looking at this page. Knows how white the eyes are. Yeah. <laughs> the eyes are so very white. I found it a little off-putting. Well, until you know the twist, I guess. Mm. I found it a little off-putting that Spider-Man would be like owned his company, his tech company, and he kind of was like a like a Tony Stark or like a uh, Steve Richards or Steve Reed. Reed, thanks. Wow, <laughs> I'm Steve. Uh, it just it felt like Peter's always been a teenage kid who can't make time for any of his plans. Mm. And now he's a tech billionaire running his own company. I didn't realize it was his company. Maybe I misread that, but I thought he was in charge. He's still in the first few pages. Yeah, I'm in the, I'm still in the first issue. Um, page 16. Let's see. I wonder, well, you know what? I wonder if we have the same edition. Yeah, at this point, you're reading the prelude, Day in the Life. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Because I have the little intro before the prelude. Do you have page numbers in that? I do not. Ugh. Yeah. So honest, that's, that's honest, to Pete, honest to Pete, a, a book for me, a trade paperback, gets a full point rating if they got page numbers. Really? I, I just like I just like that. <laughs> Very personal opinion. Yeah. I like when they're not there. Yeah. Uh. Because you don't know how much you've read or how much is left. Exactly that. Exactly that. Hmm. He doesn't mention whether or not this is his own company uh, on this page. All those years in the interim, wasted. When referring to his experimentations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about... Uh, P, quote unquote Peter for maybe for this discussion we just call him Peter uh, his interactions with MJ now I understand we were trying to clarify but I didn't get the answer of who's who is the Peter you're talking about <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> Doc confused Peter. Peter yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, wait let's let me clarify are you under the impression that Spider-Man is not always Doc Ock during this story? Because I think he is Doc Ock for this entire story. I agree. Okay. But Peter Parker is inside Doc Ock's Doc Ock body. For the entire story. Correct. Yeah, okay, cool. We're... And Doc Ock is in Peter Parker's body. So you so can say I'm Peter saying Parker, Peter's but it could be Peter body. Parker's body or Peter Parker's brain. Peter's body, Ock's brain. Mm. Interesting that you would prefer the body to the mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get into that as the story completes. Hmm. The way that Peter's body, with Doc Ock's mind, uh, uh, treated MJ, was honestly like the first thing he did was a, do a perfect date. Yeah. But having seen how he treated her later, it seemed like a trick to trust the new version of Peter. Right. But at one point, I forget what he says, but there is a scene about it. Him saying something snooty. They're trying to get an intimate moment, and he has the suit on underneath. And he's just like, oh, really? And he's like, it's Doc Ock, it's Doc Ock. Like, obsessed. But given how he just tried to blow up the world, she could actually understand in the moment. Yeah. But even then, she could tell that the way about it that he was going. I, maybe he said something. Like, I forget the word. 
Makes me want to find it. But he had said a word that was definitely Doc Ock-esque. Mm. That made it difficult. So when he makes that grimacing face, too, and yeah. you're like, oh, I think that's one of the realization moments. Yeah. He's evil. And of course, they have an Avengers appearance. <laughs> I feel like that was like a like a fan service. But he did need to talk to the Avengers to get to uh, Doc Ock's body, Peter's mind, in the raft, which is the name of the super prison. Located in the middle of the ocean. I found it after that. He ends a, uh, answers his own question, or he asks his question and then demands the explanation. Explain with an exclamation point. Uh, that was the word. Yeah. Which you don't do. Peter doesn't do that. <laughs> no. And in general, people shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the word. That's it. I was really excited to see how the plan would unfold because at first, I, I'll be honest, I didn't know how this ended. I had no idea going into it. Same. So I was rooting for Peter Parker's mind to get his body back. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, he's doing it. This is awesome. They got the brain thing. He assembled the Sinister Six on his side. He went through the nostalgia of dying and mm-hmm. seeing his many loved ones. And then coming back, following through with the plan of, at this point we know, like the mind-controlling nanobite bot bit boot. Boat. And it looked like it was going to work. What the hell? Doc Ock was one step ahead. He always was. He always was. Yeah, I didn't expect... Um, didn't expect I'd read a Spider-Man story where Spider-Man doesn't make it. Yeah. That does feel weird. I finished uh, reading it. I was like, no way. No way. Yeah. I knew it was over when I saw that the metal was on the back of his neck. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, oh no, he's not going to make it. And lo and behold, he had the one last precaution of the metal. That was really cool. I didn't know how to interpret that's that. That's issue though. 700. Oh. That's the cover. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Will has this issue. Cool. Yeah. It's, yeah, all Spider-Mans, then all Venom as the black silhouette of the eye, and then all, like, 50s and 60s styles, um, Avengers and other sub-characters, sub main characters within the Spider-Man universe. It's an awesome cover. I don't know who did it. Oh, Mr. Garson. Thanks, Mr. Garson, because that is gorgeous. Um, but yeah, to get back to where you were that when you saw the metal. Yeah. It's, it's the point you're rooting for him and then you have to realize that this is a losing battle. And with the tink tink on the metal, I was trying to find the imagery for it, but it shines like chrome, almost like Iron Man's own helmet, kind of Iron Spider even. Mm. And I was like, oh no. That's when I knew that it was just gone. Let's see. Here it is. It's a pretty good splash too. And half the page. Oh, yeah. It has that real good chrome gloss, and it's just ting, ting, ting. 
my face. My jaw dropped at that moment. Because that was his last possible attempt. Yep. This nanobot had to get into his brain to swap it back over. Let's see. Carbonadium plating. <laughs> my cranium is completely shielded. Or in other words, victory is mine. In all caps with one final blow to a very beaten, many bruised, battled Doc Ock body. I thought, I thought that the Doc Ock before this point in the story, because this is like climax, end of the story, mm-hmm. when he first busts out of the prison and he actually has like an assisted mechatronic mm-hmm. suit, that was like, oh, this still kind of feels Doc Ock, but Peter's the one piloting it. Yeah. It was kind of cool to see each character pilot each other's style. You're exactly right. Even and I, something like that. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that's terrifying. Little, almost Doctor Doom vibes there. Mm, good, good. Um, I think that this celebrates the years that Doc Ock and Spidey have been going at it mm-hmm. by showing how well they can pilot each other's role. Yeah. Like they're role-playing each other, and they're really good at it. <laughs> they're LARPing. They're, oh, yeah, this is just a LARPing story. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Where Spider-Man dies. <laughs> They do try very hard to still give you a shuttle light, which is now known to be planned for the future of uh, Spider-Man being, was it the Superior Spider-Man? Superior Spider-Man. This issue ended the Amazing Spider-Man run and turned it into the Superior Mm Spider-Man. Until I read... Uh, a synopsis of this story to like refresh what I had read. I was so off put from reading any more Spider-Man after mm-hmm. this. Cause I'm like, it's Doc Ock. I'll never, I'll <laughs> never give that a chance. That's stupid. Make a new character. Don't just reskin him. But in reading that synopsis, you know, you see where Peter's dying wish is to show Doc Ock what it's like to be Spider-Man. Yeah. And he gets these flashbacks, except he remembers them as if Doc Ock was the one experiencing those Peter Parker moments. What do you got? Um, well, I didn't even realize to me that it was Peter Parker's body that was, or Peter Parker's mind that would have died at the end. I was thinking it was Doc Ock's dying wish at the beginning to become... Peter Parker. Yeah, I agree. I mm-hmm. had the same experience. But it flipped. It, oh, his <laughs> own idea was his downfall yeah. in polar opposite ah! fashion. <laughs> like, oh shit, I'm going to take his body and he's going to die. And it's like, okay, but if you're going to be me, you got to be you me. You got to be me. Yeah. Then I was like, oh shit, I might actually read some yeah. Superior Spider Man. I'll see how Doc Ock does. Because he's going to be Peter. He has to be. Well, and like making Doc Ock relive the death of Uncle Ben, the death of Gwen Stacy, that's, um, or, you know, one of the most iconic Spider-Man images ever where he's crushed under the weight of all the sewers, uh, system debris. And like, it's the most probably influential Spider-Man moment for him because he believes in himself for the first time. Yeah, I was just looking at that same thing. 
And it's cool because we just saying it shows his body on it. Yes. So, He's so Peter Peter was manipulating Doc Ock's mind in the very end to show him the memories as if they were his own. It's almost like uh, Peter Parker's mind could be a great Doc Ock body. Ah. No matter hell of a villain. Yeah, he says, yes, you can. You'd be surprised how much you can do. How many things are worth fighting for? And Doc Ock's freaking out, saying it's impossible how much Peter could have gone through. And he says, I know, but you'd do it anyway. Because you have to. And then he says, it's who I, pause, we are. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's good. Careful what you wish for, Spidey. That's <laughs> and with great power... Doc Ock finishes the line, must come great responsibility. And he says, I understand. That's the moment. Promise me you'll keep them safe. That's Spider-Man's dying wish. Mm. He said, that's all I ever... And then he's gone. Yeah, that was... Yeah, and the way they have... uh... Superior Spider-Man stand over decrepit Doc Ock. It's like there was still a victory, but what side are you happy for? Yeah, if any. Yeah, like I was still upset, like you said, with it, but it was really good. It's the birth of something new. It was really good. Yeah, I think that they were able to access some of that emotion pretty well. It's not the best Spider-Man story I've ever read, but it was a good story. Probably the best one I've ever read. Whoa. I've only read, like, three. Have you I've... read Spider-Man Blue? No, but okay. you want me to. Yeah, I'll lend yeah. you it. Yeah. What is there again? Hulk, Green, Wolverine, Gray. Hulk, Gray. Hulk, Gray? Why They're... not Hulk, Green? Well, because the first Hulk was colored gray. Oh, sure. As a printing error back at when Hulk made his first appearance. Cool. And then they made him green. Doesn't he show up again though as like a gray Hulk and as like a true Hulk? Is that a, a spoof? Is that a real thing? Um, good question. Is there I'm a gray not, Hulk? I'm not sure. There's Abomination, which is one of mm-hmm. his primary villains, mm-hmm. and he's a, a gray Hulk essentially. Mm-hmm. Isn't that one of the, one of the first Hulk movies, like Hulk the Incredible? The Incredible yeah. Hulk with uh, Edward Norton. I think so. Oh, I but used it to, wasn't good. I used to defend that movie. Mm. I like parts of it. Mm. And remembering the parts of it that I liked made me believe that I need to defend the entire movie. Yeah. The movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is not good. Like uh, episode, what is it, eight? I forget what it is. Return of the Jedi? No, that's the good one. Don't you dare. What? I'm saying that the fight scene with uh, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker on the salt planet against Kylo Ren. Oh, was badass. Oh my god, that is cinematic. Perfectly encompasses a Jedi fight scene as it could be, yeah. yet tenfold across the distance of the planets to fool a raging tyrant. Yep, to help the rebels escape. Just yep. enough time. Just enough time. Yeah. Yeah, but the movie. Oh, fuck. Is, what? <laughs> You're what like, why? This, this is Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, with you. So for the Incredible Hulk, was that for you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it actually had a moment as strong as that salt 
salt battle with Kylo though. You could, I think that could just because it's Star Wars though. I mean, if Incredible Hulk had an awesome running series and that was the moment, it could be parallel. Yeah. Thanks. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, did you do you get this uh pro epilogue story? Uh with Grandpa Spidey. Is there a name to it? Um I think I do, but I see yes yes i do it doesn't have a name in the first page it doesn't have a title page i do have it though oh nice did you read it i did what'd you think um i don't remember it so it's it's doc ock as the p as the superior spider-man as an old man oh shit That's talking the premise? to talking to his grandson his grandson's addicted to video games and screens and says Spider-Man's cool and all, but I think he's a bunch of hogwash. And Grandpa's talking about all these emotional pieces of being Spider-Man and what it takes. Mm. And finally, he actually breaks down, gets a little upset with his grandson, and his grandson's like, all right, tell me the story. So he tells him all this. He tells him his life story, which, by the way, Spider-Man life story is a better Spider-Man story than this. That's another one I'll lend you. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, the grandpa, Grandpa Spider, tells his grandson all this stuff, and he actually has like a bonding moment, which shows that the spirit of Peter Parker is in all of us. Yeah, it is, isn't it? But it, that really is a, a good closure on the story. And then it shows the kid, you know, still gets his whimsy back seeing his... Grandpa take him out web swinging. Oh, that's so Spider good. Dreams. That's what it's called by Jam Dematis. That's pretty good. Oh, so you know, I don't recall if I did read this. It was so long ago, Scott. What was it? Three months? 86 yeah. days? Yeah, it was about that. Um, there's a subsidiary comic, or subsidiary. Uh, there's a, another side issue called Date Night with Spider Man and Catwoman. I do have that as well. Black I cat. did not I mean, read it. Excuse my French there. Um, that's that didn't need to be in here. Okay, but it's part of the collection. I feel like I Look, feel it's like, so complete. I feel like the Spider Dream. Look at the book. Per- yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, you have a hardcover copy. How much did you get that for? Um, I think it was HPB. Twelve bucks. I don't know. Wow. Shoot. Nice. Nice find. Thanks. Yeah. I have no idea how much it was. Is that the dust jacket? Uh somewhere. Is it well, more with the dust jacket? Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest, I usually throw them away. Whoa. I respect that. Yeah. I could never. Where's the paper? They're worth more because it's complete. Oh, my God. It's complete. <laughs> it's got all the pages. I love the feeling of taking the dust jacket off mm-hmm. to start the reading process. And mm-hmm. when I'm done with the book, I get to put the dust cover on to close the book. Wow. It's a jacket. Yeah. You're going out to play, and then you have to go back on the shelf. Yeah. Hmm. But with a jacket. Yeah. But I also like the actual unveiling of the hardcover, because I think the hardcover book without the dust jacket looks better. I don't love, I don't love the look of dust jackets on books, hmm. but I think that it, it's like an unwrapping every time you open the book. I feel like I do somewhat, because I can picture the dust cover pretty well. I feel like I could. It probably looks like the cover wow 
This oh. is what I remember it to be like now. Oh, okay. So Alex has just the inside hardcover, which is black with gold. Yeah, that's all I got. Text. No idea where the cover is. Which looks great. That's what I'm saying, though. I like unwrapping that and getting that experience. This is the cover of Dying Wish. Okay. I and if I saw this in the think... store, I don't know if I'd pick it up. Mm. Like, I think I remember picking it up because it said Dying Wish. Like, isn't that a popular Spider-Man thing? And I was uh, trying to get more Spider-Man at the time. Nice. I've had it forever. There's never a bad time to pick up more Spider-Man. No, not at all. Yeah, though you had stated worry for Doc Ock taking the role. Yeah. They set it up so well. Yeah, I agree. They set it up so well. It feels like it could go somewhere. I haven't read a single Superior Spider-Man story, but I would now, Mm. having actually gotten some of this backstory to the character. Do you think that uh, it's easier to digest now because there's been a lot of multiverse stuff? Oh, yeah. That's why I don't think this is a good starter story for someone. I'd give them something earlier. Yeah. And something a little more simple. I guess that's a good point because this is OG Spider Man mm-hmm. having its end. Yeah. This is the last time Peter Parker is Peter Parker. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to give someone that who's like, yeah. oh, I'd like to read some comics. Do you have any suggestions? <laughs> Here's the death of the most famous comic book character. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> That's what I mean, though. I think if you give someone Spider-Man Blue or Life Story, those are really accessible stories. Although Life Story Mm. has some wibbly-wobbly stuff in it. Mm. You know what I probably don't know is all the uh, crossovers and, like, showings of him. Like, like, oh, and appearances. Mm -hmm. But I've seen a lot of his, like, main bad guys and stories through many other avenues. Mostly, like, movies and video games, but that works. We had Spider-Man for PlayStation 2. Yeah, we did. That was a a challenging game. We also were younger, but... We got beat up by thugs. Mm Mm-hmm. We had to find the dude. Got to witness Uncle Ben's death a million and one times because we could never get past, like, that level. Yeah, we were always stuck on, like, level two. (laughs) I recall it's a hard game. Yeah. Which, oh. Spider-Man 2. Honestly, I'm almost, I'm so ready to segue from Baldur's Gate right now, but we're almost done. We have literally the last two quests uh-huh. before the final boss. Sure. And then Spider-Man was such a good game. I didn't even find out what year it was. Talk about a segue. Did I find the year? No. For Spider-Man 1? Yep. I don't think you did. Oh, oh shit. I feel like... 2016. 18. Okay. Five years ago. That's not bad. I was in college. Last Baldur's Gate was ten years ago. That's true. But I remember loving this game and playing it twice. Like, legit, front to back. It was good. And then I played Miles Morales 1.5. I remember watching you play it. I remember when you got the uh, birthday suit, Spider-Man suit. Nice. Well, I think what makes it so great for me is I'm I'm a very gameplay person these days versus story, which Spider-Man already doesn't need anything to build up its story it's got a lot but it did a lot too Mm. and even then it made it so fun to play and web swing and use your gadgets and dodge and get your combo going it was very enjoyable nice it had a lot of flow to the way you played but you'd have to like play for maybe 10-15 minutes to reclaim that flow every time with what everything does because everything has a purpose yep 
I remember watching you practice web slinging, and then I remember watching you do web slinging. Mm. And they made web slinging look real oh, in that game. So good. It felt like it made sense. It looked really fluid, and it, it took skill to do. Which, if you think about it, it would take. You have to be really good at physics to web sling. Mm-hmm. And Spider Man's a genius, so mm-hmm. of course we're well, dead now. So he's not even. Thinking. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. It's a decade ago. You ever watched Spider Man has uh, been dead for ten years and I didn't even know. Spider Man's never dead. That's true. He lives in all of us. I yeah. forgot. Besides, you're thinking Peter Parker. I'm thinking Peter Parker. Yeah. But there's a superior one out there. Yeah, but Peter Parker's been dead for like a decade, so who really cares? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I thinking? I had a last thought. That's okay. Spider Man related? Yeah. It's just fun web slinging. You're going to buy Spider-Man 2? Yeah. Do you think it'll ever be game of the month, though? Mm-hmm. Or you don't want to wait that long? I won't wait that long. I am fortunate to be in a place where my rent was cut in half from my previous life expenses, and I have an extra half of rent to both save and spend. Yeah. I'm going to buy this That's game. It's a good place to be. Yeah. Nice. I've been just so fortunate that I can actually save money right now. Because I did feel squeezed for a bit when I was coming out of college. Mm-hmm. But I still work all the time. Right. So, pros and cons. Yeah. Spider-Man 2. How many hours have you put into Baldur's Gate? Me and Rachel were just talking about this. Um, we hit the triple digit mark. Oh! <gasps> No. I think I'm at 114. Dude, the game came out like a month ago, didn't it? Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> I've been on and off playing Tears of the Kingdom for three months. Mm. And I'm like 80 hours in. It's pretty good. Let me look at Bowler's Gate release just to make sure. Did you get it as soon as it released? <laughs> did you wait in line don't tell me you no James and I were planning on it and the night it came out I convinced him to buy it nice and then we downloaded it and we played it nice that's the way to go what do you feel how do you feel about digital digital game ownership hate it as opposed to physical ease of access great I don't own the game yeah. and I have to maintain my PlayStation subscription to have access to those games yeah if I ever change consoles or accounts or what have you I will lose access to many of the games that I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's very pay, pay to play, and I don't like that. I've been very much enjoying it. I've been talking about doing a, an evil playthrough because it gives you a lot of evil options. I don't know what's possible, but part of me is wondering if I could join the enemy. For Baldur's Gate? Mm-hmm. Uh. Can I become part of the Dead 3? Whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to have to give spoiler warnings on, like, six things in this episode. <laughs> um, you know nothing. If you haven't heard about it in the game yet, don't worry about it. And you've, if you've heard of it, I haven't told you anything. That's true. You're just wondering if you maybe could join or something. Yeah, I would like to like join. Like, for a beer or a game of no. Pokemon Go. I want to <laughs> dominate the goal of which they have put before themselves by replacing one of them. Mm-hmm. If not joining them, me coming to Dead 4. And therefore, we could be the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Nice. And journey into Nyx of the West <laughs> from the East. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like it. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs>
Yeah. Any final thoughts? Any closing thoughts? Mm-hmm. Our beautiful if you've read, if you know Spider-Man's origin story, mm-hmm. and you've seen any of the significant deaths of characters in his life, and you've seen at least a couple of Doc Ock battles, I think this book is a very enjoyable story. Mm. If bare minimum, yeah. I just don't feel like it's an, an accessible read for a lot of people. Mm. I personally, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I felt like at times it's like I know comics decent decently well mm-hmm. and i was like this is a little much mm. but it also comes from a bias where i am not usually super into modern comics for the superhero genre because mm. i'm i'm like why is it still going so maybe i like this more at the end because i knew it ended it and i was like <laughs> oh good they stopped amazing <laughs> spider-man like yeah. dc comics uh is on like a thousand one hundred you know i don't a lot it's just Action Comics is on like one thousand. They're just a lot. they're just keeping a line of uh, going. I think for the sake of keeping the line going, seven hundred. Yeah, I like a lot of original one-off stories these days. Mm. I'm reading The Wicked and the Divine right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I think seventy issues or something like that, and it's over. The Sandman, seventy-five issues. It's over. I like that completed story. Mm. And of course, haters out there, they're going to have a good point. There are completed stories in the 700 issue run. And then there's spinoffs and then there's side stories. And they do that. The Sandman has a bunch of arcs that aren't from the original series. And you can read more Sandman content. Cool. Mm-hmm. But it's called something different. That's all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Don't call it the same thing because it's not all the same thing. Yeah. There's enough branches off the trunk that it's not even of the same tree. Yeah. Is what you would be after. Yeah. Because right now there's a lot of branches. Yep. A lot of leaves. And it's a lot to keep up with if you're paying 5 to $7 a month for you one issue doing? of one character. What? They're raking up the leaves and stapling them back to the <laughs> Whoa. Let's keep it going. Come on. <laughs> That's it. That's good. I enjoyed it, and I never had a lot of negativity about it except for the initial confusion. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't thinking of it exactly in the way you were. I just enjoyed how much I did know about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think like that I know a lot more than any other layman. Because even then, I was like, yeah, this is a great story. But I could see where that would come from. Mm-hmm. They still do a good intro and explanation and climax for those who hadn't. But even then, well, these days, everything's connected. You, It would behoove you and improve the experience if you were more knowledgeable as you have stated. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your perspective, and I think I could have been a little nicer going in. Mm. I was skeptical to start, because mm. I saw the cover. Never judge a book <laughs> by its cover, but with a comic book, yeah. the cover art what is cover? usually going to have some bearing on what the interior art's going to look like. Yeah, yeah I, uh, Same I, had, style. I had to take off my cynic glasses, and as I did, I uh, I got misty eyed a few times in this story, and I really connected with it. It was good. I liked this, I liked the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely got misty eyed. I'd say with the memories when he's finally doing the, I got you, bro. You're stuck in my body. You gotta be me, yeah. be Peter Parker, Spider Man. Yeah, you get all the warm fuzzies with the hardships and loved experiences. Yeah, it's been through a lot. Mm. Rest in peace, Parker. 
What's our uh, next topic? I don't freaking know. Okay. We'll have oh, to... it's going to be uh, a short snippet of magic. Oh, nice. Okay. What's the topic <laughs> after that? Great question. Book, video game, board game. What uh, did we do before this? A top series rating. Um, we did a double. We did a back-to-back double feature recording. Yes, we did the magic episode recording, but there was another topic of, I believe, a game. Oh, uh, duh, I can check my Spotify. Boop. Our Tasty Podcast. Axiom Verge 2. Wow. Axiom Verge 2. So Back we did... on June 10th of this year. So we did video game, magic conversation, comic mm. book. Mm-hmm. So it feels like we can do whatever we... The floor is ours. Yeah. We did... We should set up a Cthulhu game. Ooh, we could do a... Like a debrief of a Cthulhu playthrough? Yeah. And maybe even just got, the Cthulhu lore? Yeah. That'd be dope Based as off hell. the game? Did I ever tell you... Uh, what was it called? The Sunken City that I played through? It was a Cthulhu Mythos detective oh, I watched, game. Oh, I watched you play some. I played oh. some with you. Yeah. Oh, this it was, was at your old apartment. apartment. Yeah. That was such a good that game. That was a good game. I haven't played a horror game in a while, and that one had some mm-hmm. of that nice aesthetic and feel. Yeah. I don't want to go in this house, but I'm right. supposed to. <laughs> yeah. It did it really well. If I it feel like it wasn't, it didn't feel as modern for what I've seen of, as of late, but I loved it. And it wasn't always scary, but it was eerie, grimy. Mm-hmm decrepit and then suddenly you have a couple of those beautiful moments of hp lovecraft horror where they never show you the whole monster that's the best way to that's do the that's best way to do it yeah yeah that was so good i remember looking into the lore of the sunken city a little bit after the fact just to make sure i understood and i misinterpreted what was beneath the city it was a sister of cthulhu Dope. Do great old great old ones have siblings? They got siblings. There's a whole family. Jeez. Yeah. We got the fat new faction, which is the gate opener of the way. Opener of the way. Uh that's not Azathoth, is it? Is it? I think it is Azathoth. Um is the opener of the way. I don't know. I thought it was someone else. Sir, could you please silence your device? Hmm? <laughs> opener of the way Cthulhu Wars. How quickly can I find this answer? My internet has been terrible here so far. Yogsathoth. Hmm. Yogsathoth. What did I say? As Azathoth. Azathoth. Yeah, I just found RPG.net. Yogsathoth. Oh, board games look even better. If we did a playthrough of that, I, I've been reading about them. They seem like such a fun uh, mobile faction, which I always love a mobile character. Yep. Uh, that's why the blue is so nice, but Shane loves the blue. I it's think one it's of the for best. for similar reason. Yeah. That's why I like the sleeper, too. Area control. Yeah. Yeah, and the sleeper could just shit yeah. out factories everywhere. Their own okay. way of mobility. A little tidbit for our mm-hmm. next discussion where we deep dive into the Cthulhu Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good idea, and I think we'll cut it there. Uh, I'm Scott. I'm Alex. Bye.